0: all right well this is a long time coming for this episode i feel like every episode we get on and we're just like oh my gosh it's been a busy week or we're so tired we've had a lot going on with like work and stuff and so i definitely feel like this work-life balance episode is much needed on both of our ends
1: i'm super excited because i feel like i'm definitely in the midst of this um i've been in the midst of it for probably a month now And I'm excited because I feel like I'm going to learn a lot from you. Um, I feel like, you know, most episodes I'm, I'm teaching you how to journal. I'm teaching you different, you know, ways to combat how you're feeling. And I'm excited. I feel like I am, you know, the student for today's episode. (laughs)
0: the student. I feel like what's so nice about our episodes is we definitely, we both learn from each other. I feel like you learn how an amateur works, first of all. (laughs) Yes. Um, But no, I feel like overall, I feel like both of us provide a lot of insight to each other and just overall in the process of journaling and just life, you know. But anyways, so I'm super excited to just dive right into this. So before we do, I am your co-host, JC Steele.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Nicole Heligman.
0: Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you are having a great week. And if you're listening to this in the middle of the week, I really hope that your week has been off to a great start and is continuing to go well for you. So hopefully. Um, <laughs> but so diving into work-life balance, Nicole, what? how would you define a work-life balance? Like How, how does that look? for you
1: Um, in a perfect world ideally a work-life balance is you know working my nine-to-five but then coming home and being able to work out and talk to friends and you know go out and not be worrying about what I have to do the next day or what I have to do next week or the meetings coming up you know it's having that okay I come to work you know I'm there I'm present but then like coming home and just not really forgetting about work but just more pushing it to the side and and focusing on myself and I feel like what I tend to do is I come home and I'm like okay I really have to prepare for this big meeting and I'm thinking about everything that I did today that you know could have gone better and of course those things are going to happen because we're human but I think at the end of the day it's important you know to separate your work life and to separate your personal life
0: so that way your work life doesn't impede on your personal life and your personal life doesn't impede on your work life.
1: Absolutely. I
0: think what's really hard about finding the balance with that for so many people, including myself, is when you think about it, like, you go to work from 9 to 5 and that's a huge chunk of your day, one. That's a huge chunk of your life, too. And it, I think it's very difficult for your personal life and personal feelings not to impede on your work life. So therefore, how could your work life not impede on your personal life? It kind of... It, it becomes, I guess, like who you are and your identity and, and things like that. And I feel like even college students can get this, um, you know, being a college student post-graduation, it's like, what do I do with my life? Okay, I go work. Um, and then you're kind of like, what? what more is there to do? And so it's just like, I feel like that's a whole conversation in itself, but that transition in itself is so difficult. And I feel like, a work-life balance isn't prepared because if you're a college student your work and your personal life are so intertwined it's crazy and so just out of curiosity how has your life looked coming out of college you you're about two or two two or three years out yeah, of college two years. so you know how did your life look when you were in college versus now and how do you feel like you accepted that transition
1: so I feel like during college, um, my freshman year, it was kind of like a hard transition because high school, not like high school came like easy for me, but high school was different. You know, like you came home and like you didn't really have to worry about classes or like it was just a different lifestyle and Mm -hmm. I feel like with college you have so much time on your hands so it's like how do I prioritize like how do what do I do for four hours when I don't have class like Mm -hmm. should I take a nap should I go to the gym and I kind of found my routine um but senior year you know when the pandemic hit everything completely changed and I feel like anything that I knew about a balance just kind of flew out the window Mm -hmm. um and, you know, that being said, you know, having my old job and then coming into this job, it's definitely been difficult because, you know, I'm so dedicated to work. I'm so passionate about what I do every day. And I feel like that will never leave me. You know, like doing design is something I'm going to do forever, but I I don't ever stop thinking about it. Like, it's always on my mind. It's always like, OK, how can I improve this and how can I make my work look better? And, oh, you know, like, damn, like in that meeting, I should have said this, you know, and it, it, it's just like a cycle over and over again. Um, so it's just kind of finding like that balance and also finding the balance at work too. You know, like you said, the nine to five is a really big chunk of your time and it's like working eight hours straight. Like you need some type of break, maybe like go for a walk, you know, maybe talk to some coworkers, like clear your head. Um, because I won't lie to you being in the creative field, I'm not creative twenty four seven sometimes I will sit at my desk and I'll be I have no idea what I'm doing. Nothing is coming to my brain um, so yeah, transitioning from college into work has been quite difficult. I feel like I'm learning every day, um I feel like I don't have to have it all figured out, but in the same time, I feel like I really want journaling to help me with that and it's been it's been like difficult to find a way how to make that work because um, I feel like I'm in the midst of trying to figure out how to create a work-life balance.
0: So are you journaling about any of this and how, how does that look?
1: I am journaling about it. I feel like what I mostly journal about is the fact that work is on my mind 24-7 and even when I'm out with friends, I'm not going to – be talking about work necessarily but I'm always thinking about it Um, and that's kind of what I've been writing about is like what's been going on in work like how can I create a better lifestyle for myself and I feel like writing about my goals like towards a balance has really helped because you kind of like implement um, those different what's the word I want to use you like you implement the things that you start to write about so like for example you know something that i really want to focus on is like okay i'm there my nine to five and then at five or five fifteen, when i get in the car don't talk about work and it's so hard because i want to talk about work when i get home but maybe just give it a second you know maybe just give a little recap but then talk about something else and that's what i've been writing about i was like okay try this, you know, like when you get home, like try not talking about work. Um, and I did it for a couple of days and it was really nice. Um, I can't say I like stuck to it, but I feel like that's a learning process in itself.
0: Okay. So it sounds like, you know, you've been going through a lot with work lately in the past and you're really trying to find this balance between work and life. Um, I know personally from like what you've talked about with your job, it's picked up a lot. You have a lot going on with it. And it's definitely, I feel like a career that you're very passionate about and I can see it and I can see it with the company that you're with, that you're just, you're in love with this and it's it's a lot of fun and um, that that you get a lot from it. So I guess a question that I have for you uh, when it comes to journaling is when you're looking at journaling about this, do you see it mostly where you're journaling mostly like about the situation about work specifically and any frustrations that you're having? Or is it more from a mindset of these are the things that I want to do with work?
1: Um, That's a good question. I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like I'm more focused on maybe my frustrations at work, like what has been going on. Um, you know because the eight months that I've been at my job there's just been so much transition. I mean and it's
0: it's normal too completely normal to have transition and things are always happening in a work environment people coming and going like it's completely normal
1: absolutely and (laughs) yeah exactly Um, but I feel like that teaches you a lot so I feel like to answer your question um, and to be like quite candid I feel like it's Definitely both, but I definitely focus more on, like, what is going on in my work life. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is good, because it means, like, I'm aware of what's going on, but I feel like I need to focus a little bit more, like, okay, so these are your frustrations, but, like, don't let it dictate your personal life um, when you're off the clock type of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So it sounds, like, more like what you're dealing with is... Um, these these feelings just kind of rushing back to you right after the office, um, after you've gotten out of work for the day and everything, and now you get to focus on yourself. So how do you focus on yourself?
1: So I feel like um, for, you know, like my self-care routine kind of, I think a big thing that I'm becoming aware of is I need to like, Stop talking so much about the negative of what's going on at work And I really need to focus on like more of the positive and like working towards that And I'm a really positive person, but also when you're in the midst of negative It's it's easy to talk about it. Sometimes yeah. it's not easy to talk about positivity <laughs> I was gonna know? say I wouldn't peg you as a negative person. <laughs> no, no definitely not um, It's all sunshines and butterflies over here guys. <laughs> no. But I feel like it's important to focus on the negative negative so what I've been doing to really kind of focus on myself is um I have actually taken a little bit of a break from the gym uh which has been really good I feel like I needed like a week just to kind of like mentally get back into it Mm -hmm. um so I've been going on walks when I get home from work Mm -hmm. which has been so nice and I just like put on a podcast or put on Taylor Swift's new album (laughs) and I just like walk for like 30 minutes to an hour and I don't worry about anything Um, and then I'll come home and I'll like journal about like what I saw on my walk and what happened you know what did I listen to and just like forgetting all of the frustration that happened during my work day Um, because I never have to relive it it happened that day I don't have to relive it again uh, But it's like just more the fact of I never want to just like do my nine to five and be like, oh, God, all right, God, I got to wake up in the morning and do it all over again. Like I want it to be exciting. um, And that's definitely what I'm working towards for sure. So, you know, to kind of like backpedal a little bit, what I've been really doing is just after my walk, really just like sitting down putting on a good show I've been reading a lot now um, and then just really writing about just anything and everything going on in my life so I know that you're not the expert when it comes to journaling but I feel like you know we've talked so much about different topics so if you were to give me advice on things that I should write about to help with a work-life balance what advice would you give me? All right, so... I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> My experience,
0: I've really had to focus on work-life balance because I feel like I went through some very... I i wouldn't go as far as to say toxic, but I've been through some very difficult work situations. One um, through an organization that I worked for and then one through a company that I worked for. Um, one of the companies that I worked for, I had gone through, uh, gosh, three or four, maybe three different managers in about eight months or so of being there. Um, so that, that one was very difficult. Um, the talk about the transition, uh, it was, you know, the first time that I had got there, um, and that was definitely a transition, um and i had to get used to a bunch of these new managers then it got to the point where i was teaching the new managers what our team did and it also affected coworkers within the workplace and treating my new manager differently um whenever that happened so uh you know being somebody under my manager it was very difficult to see and to see a divide between departments that shouldn't have happened and you know i feel like Everybody in various different work situations, there is always, I guess, "quote unquote" drama in the workplace. Um, and if you don't have that, that's really amazing. That's kudos right. to
1: you, <laughs>
0: and I kudos to you and your company. Like that's a great work environment to be in. Um, but so that it it took adjust, adjusting to. You know, I have to come in here and I have to do my job um, at the end of the day, and still learn from it and it was a great opportunity and overall the company is really cool and it it was just overall it was a great opportunity but it was something that I had to work through through my with myself um and then you know doing that that was around the time where you know I started trying to pick up the pen and paper and started trying to journal a little bit more and basically what I would do with that is okay I can't feed into this into this negativity i can state it as a fact that this is going on but i need to disassociate myself from this because this does not this is not about me this is not about me and this transition was going to happen no matter what. And this is something that other people have to get used to. And so I just have to make peace with this is the situation that's going on. And so what I would do about it is, you know, I would journal about that situation as it comes, as as I felt like I needed to write about the situation. Or I would just write, I'm frustrated. Like I'm just frustrated with work with work right now. And I would just leave it at that. I would just leave it at that. And put a period on it and walk away from the paper. And I wouldn't dive into it. Sometimes that helped me, sometimes it didn't. Again, this was around the time where I was still trying to learn how to journal. And I felt like just by writing that one sentence, just focused on that rather than diving into why I was frustrated. And it was just, I'm frustrated. Okay, regardless of whatever the situation is. How do I move forward from that? So I would write, I'm frustrated. How do I fix this? Rather than, I'm frustrated, so-and-so did blah, 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 blah. Suddenly it becomes way more about that situation than it does about your feeling and how you're moving forward from it and Mm -hmm. what other goals or tactics that you're doing to try to improve that situation, either within your team, your department, or yourself and your productivity, because definitely negative situations take a toll on your creativity and your productivity. And that's kind of where the work-life balance, where the balance gets messed up because now personal feelings are getting involved at the workplace.
1: And going off on that, uh, my old boss used to say leave your monkeys at the door and <laughs> I have to remember that and maybe I should write that on the top of you my journal you should start
0: writing that yeah. yes
1: leave your monkeys at the door because you know the monkeys are going to be there when you come home mm-hmm. but leave them at the door yeah. and, and same thing when you come home don't talk about work and when you're at work don't talk about your personal life you know just have that separation I really like that yeah
0: definitely and that's not to say that every situation can't be like that Um, one of my bosses became a a very good friend of mine and you know she knew about my situations going through life and all that and she's she's a great supporter and I don't work with her anymore but I definitely would if I ever had the chance again she's great and but I mean it it just like you have to go through these various different work situations to learn more and more about yourself I remember there was this one work situation where I had a mentor that he just it was work 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 and I was in college at the time so I understand you know we have varying situations and schedules and things like that Um, but it would be okay at any hour of the day it could it could be eleven at night, hey, I need you to do this and it it's just like where was the line of you know where was the boundary of hey, you know i I kind of need to focus on myself and it it would get to a point where I would feel guilty for doing that. I would legit feel guilty for doing that, and I was definitely one of those people that. I exerted myself in every single situation that I could to, you know, further myself, further my experience, my career, and also if anybody else needed help, I wanted to be able to help them with the situation. But it got to a point where I felt like you get to a point of burnout. You can't do it anymore because suddenly you don't have a personal life anymore because your personal life is your work life. Um, And, you know, that's where I brought up in college initially because, I felt like college was really where I started developing really, I don't even know if I would call them negative habits, but to me, they were negative habits of working all the time, all the time. And, you know, that was something where people that were closest to me would be like, hey, want to hang out? And I can't, like, I have to work. And you know, sometimes that that is what you got to do, especially if you're grinding and you're hustling and it's temporary. If it's temporary, it's understandable. Um, But it got to a point where, you know, after I graduated and everything, I felt empty. Like, I I didn't know what to do anymore once I had a standard job. And I started looking for ways to fill my time with volunteering and things like that, things of that nature. And, you know, other extracurricular, maybe part-time jobs, things like that. Um, because I didn't know what to do with my time. And honestly, that kind of scared me because it was like, I don't even, my identity became work. And that was a huge red flag to me of, I love the work that I do. I love the occupation that I'm involved in and I'm passionate about it, but overall I need to develop a separation. And that was something that this mentor that I had, I really saw didn't value that. And so my values became this organization's values. And it's a great organization. I absolutely loved it and got so much experience out of when it came to professionalism. Um, But moving forward, I realized that wasn't healthy. And I feel like that's something that has really uh, been changing in society lately. You don't need to necessarily work all hours of the day and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself to exhaustion and burnout where you feel like you can't even function anymore and you don't even have a personal life. I feel like that's definitely been changing in our society of where you don't need to do that. And, you know, we're not going to talk talk about quiet quitting, but, <laughs> you know, in toxic work environments, yeah. quiet quiet quitting has started becoming a thing. It's um, a
1: very big thing, yeah. But,
0: and so that's where I bring up the importance of work-life balance of how, how are you balancing these two? Because, you know, work-life balance looks completely different to everybody and everybody's work situations are completely different. But overall, how are you developing a healthy lifestyle outside of work where you have personal goals that you're trying to reach versus work goals where, you know, you're developing yourself professionally as well and meeting your occupational goals and, you know, eventually getting to the point of having financial freedom if that's what you want and things like that. So um, going into that, I think it's very important when journaling that, you know, I think a great entry would be to do personal goals versus professional goals. And, you know, once you start drawing that boundary for yourself, instead of, you know, if you have one goal list of being like, I want a promotion this year, And then you put next to that, I want to get engaged this year. Well, now you're starting to blur the lines and you're incorporating personal life into your professional life. And suddenly these two things become intermixed and now they're things that you're consistently thinking about together.
1: I never thought about it that way. That's a really healthy way of thinking about work and life as well. I think it's a very subtle way to start
0: building that boundary for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because when I was in sales, I um I use I had like a manifestation journal that I'd be like okay I'm like gonna need close. to talk about that later <laughs> yeah I'm gonna close um I'm gonna close this deal you know in March and I made it happen I'm gonna get promoted made it happen and it's so cool to me because words are so powerful you never realize how powerful they are until you write it on paper so I'm definitely gonna try that with that you know professional and that personal goals. And I actually started, them.
0: yeah, I actually started a productivity <gasps> journal, and I keep it at work. So, like, that's my productivity journal where I'm, like, okay, like, the it's completely separated from my personal one. Like, right, yeah. that one is in my desk at work, and it does not come home with me. Um now, we're not going to talk about how complicated that is when I work a hybrid job. But when she's like, maybe remote. I want it when I'm home. But you know, then we get into that of right. How do you separate work and personal life when there's hybrid jobs and there's remote jobs? Like this can get so complicated so quickly. So it's more we just more focusing on the mindset aspect of it because, like I said, it can get so complicated very quickly. Um, but you know, my productivity journal is where, you know, I feel like I'm like, okay, these are the things that I want to get done today. Um, Then another entry might be, you know, I did... I did great this month. I, I got done all my tasks really well. You know, my boss told me I did a great job. And so that's my that's my productivity journal where I'm like, okay, this is my feel good work journal.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. A feel good work journal. I need one of those. I feel like I intermix them because I have, I, I mean, like I Natural. keep, yeah, like I keep a notebook at work, but I bring it home. Like, you know, I sometimes I bring my laptop home, and it just sits in my bag, but I just bring it home just in case. And those are things that, are like, I'll definitely change in the future, but when it comes to writing, I'm definitely going to try that. Wow, I feel like I learned something new. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm glad I could help. But,
0: yeah, no, I feel like that's natural. Whenever you're, like, in your personal journal, there's you can't not talk about work in it. Like, like, I, like we talked about and touched on, work is such – a huge part of your life it's you can't not think about it or not talk about it it's it's a huge part of who you are and it's a huge part of your passion you can't ignore it and so therefore it will always be there it's just how how do you handle it and how do you build these subtle boundaries within your journal and within yourself of okay when I'm out of work I can talk about work for a little bit but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus on it because that's it's not healthy but
1: (laughs) (laughs) it definitely isn't but no I'm excited now because I'm gonna try this and I feel like it's definitely gonna help me because there's a big a big transition period going on um in my work life which has been affecting my personal life good and bad um so I'm definitely gonna try that for sure (laughs) thanks Jace you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome but yes so
0: Definitely working on separating those boundaries between um, work and personal life uh, within your journal and your pages. I think there's a variety of different ways that you can do that. Um,
1: Yeah. And leave your monkeys at the door.
0: I don't... What does
1: that even mean? So monkeys is kind of like a metaphor for emotional like baggage and trauma and like it's just on your shoulders so leave them leave them at the door
0: you know I do need to listen to that (laughs)
1: and yeah Um, it helps you get through the day I promise I tell my co-workers I mean it's funny
0: it kind of makes you like laugh it's cute like oh okay (laughs) leave your monkeys at the door leave your monkeys at the door all right people leave your monkeys at the door Um, I think we can definitely talk about this topic later on again um, just to touch base because again work-life balance is so important and you know in order to continue to build yourself and build a healthy mindset and you know focus on becoming the best you that also goes for professionally as well I want you to succeed in your personal and professional endeavors and goals and things like that and you'll be much more recharged and ready to go if you feel like your personal self is recharged and ready to go for all your meetings (laughs) and tasks and things like that. All
1: that fun jazz.
0: And work looks completely different to so many different people. There's so many different occupations out in the world. And so, you know, a lot of it can be overwhelming and a lot of it can be just feel like mundane and feel like nothing exciting so Mm. like I said this work-life culture looks different towards every person and it's just overall making sure that you're taking care of yourself and your values become more important and you know just kind of defining those because that was something that I learned when I was coming out of college that suddenly a job's values and a company's values should overtake mine yeah. and i wasn't okay with that i wasn't okay that i was taught that and so that's when i started realizing okay that's kind of scary i need a change and so you know that's when i started learning about myself and who i am and where my um where my thoughts kind of came a little bit more toward towards journaling along with uh, various other topics but, you know, work life balance was so important to me. And I hope that your work life balance is, in the best term, balanced.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I feel like, too, something that I've been doing that I will leave you guys with maybe when you're at work, like go grab your favorite cup of coffee, go take your coworker, go for a walk, maybe plan a fun lunch on Fridays. Um, you know, maybe if you're able to plan to leave like 15 minutes earlier so you can enjoy the weekend, just like those little things and then come home and don't worry about it because it will be there the next day, but enjoy your life, (laughs) enjoy your life. (laughs) And when you write about those things, it is something that you can look back on and you could be like, well, that is working and I'm going to, I'm going to continue doing this. So yeah
0: good luck balancing your work and personal life
1: good luck guys (laughs) bye bye thank you for listening